All right, today is January 1st, 2023. We're going to get into uh, Joshua and uh, where he says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It is a new year, hopefully a new you, but it's the same old struggles we have all day, every day that really don't change. But today, the new year, today, the new day, is today the day that you say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24, 14. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt. And serve ye the Lord. Everybody knows Joshua. Everybody knows he served under Moses for so long. His farewell address he starts it with fear the Lord. Serve him in sincerity and in truth. This has been a call throughout the ages to God's people. Serve him with sincerity and truth. With all your heart, all your mind, and all your strength. God himself said that in the first commandment that he verbally spoke to the Israelites. This cannot be any clearer. Yet the people of God forget this. They forget the fervency they must serve with, the earnestness for him, and the joy of the Lord. They forget all this. Never forget, this is important, never forget Joshua was there when God spoke the Ten Commandments. He heard it firsthand. Joshua was there when the rock gave forth water. Joshua was there... <coughs> When the sun stood still, Joshua saw it all. And Joshua, unlike most of us, remembered everything he saw. Joshua remembered God. Joshua feared. Joshua respected God. And now he is telling the people his blueprint for serving the Lord. Serve with truth and sincerity. Where is that Isaiah? God says, these people have, uh, our hearts are far from me. They serve with their lips, but not with their hearts. Joshua was saying the same thing thousands of years earlier. Joshua 24, 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose lands ye dwell, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's Joshua's speech. That speech is more famous than any other speech ever given, ever. Joshua was, was there for the golden calf. Joshua was there for the sons of Korah. He was there when Miriam was stricken with leprosy. He was there and he remembers and he will serve the Lord. When Moses went up on the mount for 40 days, 
Joshua was with him. Joshua had seen so much. And Joshua had seen so much. And he is fully God's man because he remembered what he saw, what he heard. He says to these people, he phrases this in a way that it makes it sound ridiculous to them. But you, sometimes you got to do that. He says, if it seems evil unto you. See how he phrases that? He makes it seem like such an ordinary, everyday choice of making it evil sound, seem evil to serve the Lord. But he paints it as darkly as he can. If it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, how many people would actually phrase it like that? Now, we're, we're all about not offending nowadays. How many people would actually say out loud, if it seems very evil to serve the Lord, then don't. But we would never say it to anybody if it seems evil to serve the Lord, even though to a lot of people, it seems inconvenient to serve the Lord. It seems evil to serve the Lord. It seems pointless to serve the Lord. It seems worthless to serve the Lord, even though they call themselves a Christian. How many will phrase it the way Joshua just did? Or how many will phrase it as silky soft? I don't know. Joshua phrases it to where the people have to say, I can't serve God. It seems evil to me. Do you see the onus he put upon them? Many of us today will not say it like that. Many of us today standing up in pulpits and podiums anywhere will not phrase it that if you can't serve God because it seems evil to you, but that's exactly how it is. We need to start phrasing, if it seems evil to you, then don't serve God. But as for me and my house, we will. How many of us in a situation such as this will say, fine, go chase after your gods. It's none of my business. What you do in the privacy of your own home does not matter. How many of us will turn a blind eye? How many will fail to call it what it is? Evil. Because it is. How many will say it does not matter to God how you serve or what you do as long as you do your best? So many people out there are saying that today. You serve God however it suits you best. If you don't want to come to church and you worship, that's not what God says. If it seems evil to not serve the Lord, or excuse me, if it seems evil to serve the Lord, then go on your way. Otherwise, get busy. Joshua didn't mince words. He put the ball right in their court and made them understand that if it's so hard to serve the Lord, then go elsewhere. The church needs to do that and get rid of the posers and the fakes. Start, stop mincing words and be Joshua. Joshua stood up called them out and told them, I and my house will serve God. Okay, so let's go. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, the Lord destroyed the earth because of the gods they served on the other side of the flood. The gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell, God destroyed the Amorites. Then Joshua, after calling them out and saying, if it seems evil to you, then don't serve God. He says this, but as for me, Joshua clearly states, 
where he is going to stand, whom he will serve, and who will serve with him. These people, these Israelites, have only known Joshua as their leader. He's the only one who has ever led them. So when he stands up and makes the statement, they're going to listen. All, the, all their lives they have followed him, and he has led them right. They are going to listen, at least as long as he's alive, they are going to listen and follow his example. Openly, at least, they're going to follow his example. Behind his back and in their own homes, who knows what they're going to do. Joshua can only do what he's doing and what he is doing right now. And he is making a statement to tell the Israelites, quit following the other gods. Get back to serving God like me and my house are going to do. So as for me, Joshua says, as for me, I'm going to serve the Lord. But Joshua, though, he did not stop at just himself. No, he is a man and his house, his family, he is the spiritual head of them. And he will have his house serve the Lord as well. Joshua says, as for me, declares for himself, but then he says, and my house. You need to put an exclamation point right there, because him and his house, not just him, not just him and his wife, not just him, his wife, and his kids, because most of us, that's what we think about, but no, but his house, all who work for him, all who live under his roof, and walk and talk with him, all of them, all he considers in his care, will follow the Lord. It's for me and my house, we will serve. Let's stop one moment, because we're going to start right there with, we will. He phrases that very, very well. We will serve the Lord. Not we have to. Not we're forced to. Not inconveniently. No, no. He says we will serve. That means to will means to want to, to do it despite everything else going on. We will serve the Lord in all facets and all walks and all plans and all tragedies and all uproars and all victories. We will serve. He is making a declarative statement. Wholeheartedly, in truth, and in sincerity, serve the Lord, not out of obligation. We do not have to serve the Lord, but we want to. This is what Joshua is saying. We do not have to, but we want to. We want to serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. That is what we call a declarative. Joshua and his house will serve the Lord. Folks, Joshua's talking to you. What are you going to do? Men, this is where we've lost this nation when men have given up their positions, when men have not led their household, not led their churches. This is what's happening. Joshua's calling you right now. You are the spiritual head of your household. God declared that it is that way, that man is the spiritual head of the household. And whether you like it or not, it is so. Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, God said it, and it is that way. Are you and your house serving the Lord? 
Will you and your house serve the Lord? Have you declared to the heavens and to the world that as for you and your house, you will serve the Lord willingly, faithfully, wholly, and might I also say consistently? In the home and at work, not just the church, 24 7, 365, in word and in deed, a testimony that your house might follow because it is true and honest testimony, not perfect, but true and honest. None of us are perfect, but true and honest. I get aggravated with her, I get irritated with her, and sometimes I pick at her until she gets irritated with me. I'm not perfect. But I follow the Lord. I serve the Lord. And I have a testimony. A testimony that your house might follow because it is a true and honest testimony. Not because you said so, but because you did so. And my family knows my testimony. My friends know my testimony. My workers know my testimony. They know where I stand. They know where I'm at right now. They know what I'm doing, and they know why I'm doing it. People who know me know what I'm doing, know where I'm doing it, and why I'm doing it. It's my testimony. Not perfect. What's the next part? Me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Serve. To work for or to do your duty to serve that is a word that has fallen out of use to serve is out of use because we feel that we must always be served we must always be entertained we must always be catered to we no longer serve servant of jesus james said it paul said it peter said it matthew said it. all are servants of jesus but we today we're too proud we can't be servants of Jesus Christ. No, no, no. We're brothers of Jesus. Nah, we are servants of Jesus. We are adopted. But if you want to claim brotherhood, Jude didn't claim brotherhood. He could have. He was the actual brother of Christ, but he claimed to be a servant. More of us need to get back to being servants. We don't use serve anymore because it has the negative connotations in our today's world, it means that we're subservient. We're less than somebody else. No, no, no. To serve somebody means you are greater than them because you are putting their needs before yours. If more people served in this world today, there would be a whole lot less offended people. There'd be a whole lot less whining and crying because we're no longer worried about us. We're worried about everybody else. If more people served, there would be a lot less me, me, me in this world. Really would. Yet Joshua, he had that testimony. He served faithfully and loyally, and the people knew it. They know his testimony. They know his leadership. They know his ways. They know his stand on God and righteousness. And this is what the people say to Joshua right after he finishes his declarative. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God, he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us 
all the way wherein we went and among all the people through whom we passed. Joshua, that great leader. Joshua, that faithful servant. Joshua, the man of God, swayed them with his words and his testimony. The people hearkened unto him. The people said, we shall serve God. Joshua had a testimony. Joshua had a position, and he did both faithfully. Joshua served Moses. Joshua served God. And then Joshua served the people by leading them in the ways of God. The people saw the testimony. The people knew the testimony. And the people adhered to the words of the man who had that testimony. Joshua 24, 21. And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. This is where it gets interesting. And Joshua said unto the people, You are witnesses against yourself, that ye have chosen you the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. Joshua speaking again. Now therefore, put away the strange gods which are among you and incline your heart unto the Lord God of Israel. <clears throat> and the people said, The Lord our God we will serve. His voice we will obey. Joshua not only got them to say it, got them to acknowledge that they are witnesses to what they said, yet he didn't stop there. He wrote the words into the law, and then he set up a large stone next to a tree for a remembrance. Thursday night, we did remembrance. Thursday night, we did the memorials. We did the remembrances that we remember the Lord our God, that we forget not the Lord our God. And Joshua, again, is doing another memorial so that everybody remembers what they just said, what they just covenanted to. These things did Joshua, not for himself, but for the people, that they might remember, that they might recall what they said, whom they pledged to serve, and when they pledged to do so. As for he and his family, they will serve the Lord. Joshua did all he could to ensure the people followed his lead. He was faithful. He was loyal. He stirred up remembrances in the minds of the people. He presented a good testimony, and he recorded all of it for posterity's sake. What are you doing with your testimony? What are you doing with your life? Are you and your house willingly serving the Lord and his people? Have you decided what you were going to do? <clears throat> Have you publicly stated your life now lies in his hands and in his service? 24-7, it's a life. 24-7 service does not mean, nor is it limited to, preacher, missionary, or evangelist. Christianity is a way of life. It is a choice you have made to follow Christ. And if you are following Christ, it is 24-7, 365. 
not just for the preachers, not just for the teachers, just not for the missionaries or the evangelists, for the man and woman in their home, for the man and woman at their work, for the man and woman in front of their children. It is 24-7. It is a life. It is a choice. And once you make that choice, you can't go back. Your service is a testimony, a godly example, just like Joshua, a testimony, a godly example and a sacrificial life because you will be given up a lot in the better interest of other people. You will. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The question is, what are you and your house going to do?